the sign of the New Jerusalem, the piercings of Christ in your forehead. The revelations of the promised land are going to come like 500 pound millstones and will crush all flesh and blood, all good flesh and bad flesh, all good blood and bad blood, both thieves on the cross. Amen. harp just pacifies Saul in a 500 mile radius of your brain. Glory. Pentagon. Isn't it? Something. Maybe it's England. I don't know. That's the video God gave me today. I usually don't have much natural explanations for anything in my life. When I saw it, I, in the spirit, I saw Washington, D.C. under that pentagram. That's the sign of New Jerusalem. People are like, oh, that's the occult. Occult is anything you use of God for the self-nature. Which is 99% of false Christianity. That's why they all voted for Biden. Because they're occult Christians. Truth it is. How do you get a Christian to weep and gnash their teeth? Teach them witchcraft. Glory. Ha 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 ha. Praise God. fresh blood of the lamb, the fresh glory get diffused through your shoulders and through your neck and your spinal cord diffusing the fragrance of Christ everywhere <laughs> shaka ha <laughs> 
Got a wonderful show tonight. I want you to just stare into the New Jerusalem there for a second. People come in to see that and they say, oh good, we're fighting the Illuminati. No, that's not what it's about tonight. We're uh, just stamping your forehead with the pentagram. What, the pentagram was the symbol of Jerusalem. Jerusalem is the altar of the Lamb. Oh, I'm sorry, the last 50 years of Wicca make you think that the most Christian symbol there is is a witchcraft symbol? Not my fault you're deceived. Ha ha ha. Ha ha ha. Whoa. Glory. Whoa. Thank you, Father. Mm, we welcome the fresh glory to diffuse our brains. See, the problem is why you have so many people completely bewitched is the lack of diffusing of the blood of Christ. The problem is the leaders are still bewitched. Isn't that true? The leaders of the new covenant, the leaders of heaven on earth are still greatly bewitched in measurements and you could say oh not me especially you why because the only one not bewitched is Christ and him crucified and when people start to get into Gethsemane and Calvary and the cross there is less and less bewitchment Holy Ghost we just invite the Holy Spirit to come out of our hearts through the blood of his cross we invite our Heavenly Father to be released out of our innermost being and through our sacrificed bloodlines given to Jesus on the cross of Calvary the altar of Jerusalem so that God the Father can change us tonight into something new something fresh and something never seen before. Greater glory. What is a greater glory? Beyond what you knew yesterday. Your brain is your blockage. What is a greater glory? Beyond what you know. <laughs> your brain is the kingdom of hell. That's your problem. <laughs> and you think there's something good about your brain. Our hearts diffuse the knowledge of Christ from our blood. Jesus Christ said you'd know them by their fruit. In context, it was speaking of the wine vine, the vineyards, the Father is a vine dresser, that you'd be able to tell the fruits that were in their blood, what bloodline they were of, Cain or Christ, and who were his disciples? Abel. A good Jew is an Abel, a good Christian is an Abel, that when an Abel gets born again, then now they get engrafted into Calvary, the tree of life, the cross of his blood.
problem is we have so few Abel's only Abel's can be saved by the way clearly portrayed in the Bible a hundred thousand times if you read it in the Holy Spirit so the Abel's are stuck at their Abel level of just being a good Jew being a good Christian and we haven't gone out of our human goodness our human niceness our human kindness that ain't the fruit of the spirit that's the fruit of the flesh that's easily offendable clearly the main problem in the world <laughs> you still have human blood in you <laughs> and not the bad human blood because we're not dealing with the one-third that fell here we're, we're dealing with the one-third that is being joined into the other third on Calvary come on come on <laughs> we're dealing with people that love Jesus and the thief on the cross says how dare you say this to this innocent man you and I deserve to be here Cain and Abel children of the curse of the fall this man has never done anything wrong Abel testified that was the blood of Abel speaking on Calvary the blood of Abel spoke on Calvary and then the blood that speaks a better word spoke afterwards truly I will see you in paradise this night come on didn't say a single word to Cain though did he <laughs> Woo! Cain's not redeemable he is the child or the bloodline of the evil one first Peter it is written this is all very important stuff you could call it apostolic foundations amen <laughs> you get this written on your heart you'll go all the way in Calvary every day and it gets funner and more funner <laughs> as you get dumb and dumber <laughs> On Satan yeah you get dumb on Satan you get smart on the Holy Ghost which, which looks like you're a drunkard and the glutton if you're a biblical Christian remember Pharisees called him a drunkard and the glutton why because he was intoxicated on his father's love all the time <laughs> the more they attacked them the more the agape of the father came out of him and the drunker he got it's called martyrdom glory when they started to attack him, all he had was the pure, perfect blood of God the Father flowing through him. And so what did he do? He just, because his intentions of his heart were just pure Father God goodness, he could just float right through them, pull his bones and his brain into his spirit. And the Bible says several times that he walked through them. Come on. And no one could lay a finger on him, it is written. His first year of ministry, he's already walking in invincibility. He just got baptized in the Holy Spirit 10 days ago. Why didn't I have that experience? I'm so jealous. When I got baptized in the Holy Spirit, I didn't have all that. You will if you keep going. Difference is DNA, people. So you have different DNA than me. You have different bloodlines than me. All DNA of everything that has blood on earth is recordable 
Distinguishable if anyone does any act, any crime, anything, good, bad, evil, gross, disgusting, wonderful, perfect, in the whole earth, it's recordable back to your brain through your DNA. We've had DNA for a while now, DNA, DNA sampling, DNA testing, and so you can't lie about what's in your blood. We have now DNA technology, which is awesome so that it can prove the DNA and the blood of Jesus is superior to the blood of Cain and Abel. And yes, you can see the glory. Believe the word of God, scripture says, and you will see the glory. You will see the blood of the Lamb working in the true disciples of the blood of his cross, those who have entered the gates of Gethsemane, the gates of Eden. Oh, flashing sword and cherubim. You couldn't go in except through the blood press. How many Christians live outside of Gethsemane? You understand that's what changes your DNA. Mm. The truth is, Gethsemane is called the Garden of Eden, and it's your new covenant promised land. And there's probably less than 50 people on the planet that have entered that glory realm less than 50 on earth the earth will be spared okay this ain't, this ain't lot in sodom business okay the planet the earth is the lord's the fullness thereof it is written okay so that's not going to change floods of noah god the father said i will never destroy the earth in this like manner amen here's the rainbow the proof that i will never destroy the earth physically god said it it's a covenant promise that's the rainbow now God will destroy spiritual wickedness amen God is destroying and dealing with spiritual wickedness the problem is even in spiritual wickedness of the princes of the kingdom of hell Christians are not spiritual enough to discern spiritual princes of either heaven or hell they don't know what Prince Michael looks like Gabriel Uriel Raphael Sophia Reg Rugiel the Archangel of Justice that's been released last night I felt that we had all these signs and wonders yesterday including Daniel's words written over our cars in chalk mini mini shekel parson or something <laughs> but it means you've been waiting the balancing skills You've been weighed in the scales and been found wanting. I don't speak Chaldean. God doesn't care about Chaldean, Hebrew, Greek, any of that garbage. I speak English. I speak spirit and truth. I speak voice of many waters. You don't need to be a Hebrew, Greek, Chaldean scholar to interpret scriptures. You just have to be a friend of the Holy Ghost. Come on. Smith Wigglesworth, and I'm not saying be dumb. I'm saying be more spiritual because being natural is being dumb. Get retarded, and then you'll get started on the new wine. Then you start interpreting it correctly. <laughs> Truth, anyhow. Smith Wigglesworth says, I don't read the Bible in Greek or Hebrew. I read it in the Holy Ghost. And I think he's right. Hallelujah. <laughs> but Smith Wigglesworth's torch was passed on generation to generation. And it is here right now amongst the Pentecostals on earth. And we are going much deeper than Smith, much deeper than Catherine Kuhlman, much deeper than all of the great men and women of faith 
throughout the decades much deeper much greater than you could ever imagine and it's going to be awesome you can rest in the works of the cross as it crucifies your will your will the will which is your spinal cord and your neck come on just move it around oh yeah get that kundalini off of you get that big snake off of you holy ghost your will has to be engrafted into the will of christ yet three spinal cords hung up like serpents on calvary now if you see in the angelic sphere you can see that right now and it's like oh i don't want to look at that you need to look at that you need to look at reality in the eyes you got the spine the will of cain right there all the way up with the skull and the serpent's mouth there he is that was all the bloodlines of satan and his angels dying on calvary do you understand that the knowledge of good and evil died with christ satan was defeated at the place of the cross my bible says how was satan defeated at the cross and we say oh we know that's good theology i learned that in sunday school that's amazing but we don't understand why were there two other men crucified with him remember god the father is the creator of heaven and earth do you think that rome all of a sudden is like well i got a good idea let these two idiot nobodies die with god you think that's what happened pontius pilate's like oh i know we got two other guys here just some random thugs from the nation we'll just kill them with the king of the jews so we're gonna put king of the jews king of kings and lord of lords tag it on this cross and then these two random idiots I don't think so man you need revelation wake up that was Cain and Abel people that was the knowledge of good Abel and the knowledge of evil Cain whoa come on so Abel got saved didn't he yes he did but didn't even get baptized but I'll see you tonight in paradise the Lord said the better blood spoke now Cain on the other hand didn't get one word from God why he was the offspring the child of the devil okay serpent seed Peter says it I don't even know how that could be controversial in 2020 it is so completely obvious it's the only reason you have genealogies in Genesis through Matthew and Luke by the way to prove to you the bloodlines of the woman that will crush the serpent what's the serpent Cain and his offspring and a brother God bless his heart said didn't Cain's offspring get crushed in the floods never heard of that before but if that happened then why did Cain's the Noah's offspring produce the Canaanites hello <laughs> remember oh my gosh how are there still Nephilim after well Noah was the only righteous one if you read the Bible doesn't say anything about his derelict sons from them came the worst nations in history you just kill all the external stuff that the fallen angels were creating through mixing with human blood called giants they even corrupted the animals and all those animals that got corrupted with blood corruption DNA corruption fallen angel technology all of it obliterated 
and not just on the earth, also in the heavens. That's why it looks like nuclear war out in the moons. You look at the moon, it looks like nuclear bombs have been dropped on the moon. You look at Titan, you look at uh, Gadamine and the moons of Saturn and Neptune, it looks like nuclear war happened on them in ancient history. It's called the floods of Noah. God eradicated all the witchcraft of the corruption of the blood of the days of Noah, and it was a beautiful thing. Thank God for the floods. Had to happen. That gross, disgusting filth and sorcery was way too dark for God the Father's watch. He wasn't having it. We'll contain this more inside my ballpark and my game. Devil can't do whatever he wants. He's restricted. God's always been restricting the boa restrictor. Devil can't do whatever he wants. That's why he got limited to Moses' law. Hello? He did. Satan wanted the bones of Moses to use to kill people with the law. That's why he wrestled the archangel Michael for the bones. And most of you are still under that law that the fallen angels kill you with. That's what the scales that fell off of Saul's eyes and the scales that are falling off of your eyes. It's called the curse of the law. The law of sin and death in the courts of the fallen angels, the one-third that accuse the saints night and day, Revelation calls it. Wow. So then the blood speaks a better word and goes into all the courtrooms of heaven, earth, and under the earth. Every place there's an altar, every place there's a throne, every place there is a prince. Remember? You read, and around trees... Heaven awaits the bride. Why are there dragons going around the false fire around Satan, Lucifer's bone palace in hell? I thought only God had dragons. Why does Satan have dragons? Fallen seraphim, people. One-third of the seraphim and one-third of the cherubim fell. And not just the imps. One-third of the archangels fell. <laughs> people say one in seven. There's more than that. Holy Ghost, one-third. But you got the ones that stayed with God, they kept growing and getting stronger too. And I'm not talking about around God's throne. I'm talking around the throne of David, man's throne. Are you not a throne of honor and glory in the Father's house, Isaiah 22, 23 says? I didn't know I was a throne. Why does Revelation 1 say to the kings and the priests of the earth? Who's the kings and the priests of the earth? Only the people of the royal bloodline of Jesus Christ. And so you have Cain's bloodline that are totally damned, irredeemable, which is the religious blood. Cain was the first Pharisee. Hello? The Pharisees were what Jesus Christ called them? The sons of the devil. He repeatedly told them that their father was the devil. And it wasn't just Jesus' witness, it was also Elijah's witness through John the Baptist says, have you serpents come down to the river to splash water on your snake skins? What the heck? And he says, you are a brood of vipers who has warned you to from fleeing from the coming wrath. 
the serpent language, blood language, water language, genealogy language is used by every mature Christian Jew, priest, king, judge in the whole Bible from Genesis to Revelation, but somehow it hasn't hit American Christianity yet and we're still voting for the Luciferian death cult. How could you still be bewitched? Jezebel is a false bride. I look at the most charismatic speaking in tongues, lovers of the glory of God in America, and you're lucky to find one in 12 amongst them that can discern Jezebel right now. You couldn't discern the false bride from the true five. Brandon, you're going too far. No, you haven't gone far enough in Calvary carrying your own cross. That's why you don't discern the fruit or what is crawling around in their blood. You're just open to any blood. You're open to Abel's blood. You're open to Cain's blood. I'm only open to the blood of Jesus. And that makes those that are only in the blood of Jesus, the bad guys to the infants in Christ that are totally deceived by Satan and his princes in the blood. Because the brain covers the blood. You can plead the blood all you want. Externally fallen angels love that. You never do anything. Just get frustrated, burnt out, and get into religion, become the biggest Pharisee of them all. Not a single place does it say plead the blood in the New Testament. It says drink the blood. This is the cup of the new covenant in my blood. Drink it. Drink it. See, a Pharisee doesn't drink the blood. Pharisee uses the brain to manipulate with the blood because a Pharisee is a witch and a warlock. Oftentimes, that isn't even on the able side of the cross that's redeemable. It's just straight Cain. Remember, Cain murdered his brother. And Cain had the blood of animals. Yeah, that's right. He had the animal blood. I got my own blood here. A total rejection of the blood of Jesus, which is the DNA of God, the seed of the Holy One of Israel. The seed of God Almighty was 100% rejected by man through the ages. Because that's called the maturation of the seed of the wicked one. Not just the seed of the righteous one, the seed of the wicked one. Just because it took 2,000 years to get the Abels into the cross of Christ. Because just because you've been a good Jew... And just because you've been a good Christian doesn't mean jack diddly squat if you don't get engrafted into his tree of life, his tree of blood. That's the problem. That's what infancy is in Christ is. We are on Calvary in Abel instead of on Calvary in Christ. That's exactly how it is with all probably one billion infants in Christ on planet Earth right now. We love the cross. We love Calvary. We know this man is an innocent man. Oh, we're singing his praises on the cross. But we get into his blood by the skin of our teeth on our deathbed. That's the level of depth that we've allowed him to pierce our own hearts, to become members in particular of his bloodline, which is the body of Christ, the flesh of Christ. We all say, oh, I'm the body of Christ. You're only the body of Christ if his blood is coursing through your veins and arteries. True, then, yeah. So if you're born of the spirit in the water, how can you not be born of the blood? Because that's the wine of the highest realm of producing the fruit of the spirit and the water that is your new beginning 
at salvation birth. Come on. Holy Ghost. Help us, Jesus. Pierce our foreheads with pentagrams. <laughs> Pentagon pentagrams. <laughs> what about the Luciferian death cult? If you knew the power of Calvary, you would know why his cross is in the center and the Luciferian death cult is down there just getting his eyeballs pecked out by ravens. That's how pathetic it is. That you even fear the devil is extreme foolishness. I mean, it doesn't get any stupider. It is very, very, very unintelligent, very foolish to fear Satan and his angels. No righteous man who has ever lived has had any fear for the kingdom of hell. It is insanity. It's truly madness. The fact that fear still exists in us shows how little of the cross has risen in our hearts. Truth. If you can even fear, you know what the Bible says? If you can even be offended, you're an infant in Christ. <laughs> True. Only the brain in the realms it's connected to the outer man's flesh has even the ability to be offended, especially by the higher things of wisdom that cause all these inf infants be influenced by Jezebel to be offended every day. That ability to be offended is Satan connected to your brain still. The fallen angels are the only ones offended. Remember, we're crucified with Christ. You can't offend a dead man. Stab him in the side. That's the last offense. You're not going to offend him anymore. <laughs> He's dead. Come on. Has the spear pierced your heart? Are you still alive in sin and dead in Christ? Has the spear of Calvary pierced your hearts in Christ's cross crucified to death. If then that is true, you cannot be offended by higher wisdom of the archangels that you know nothing about. <laughs> it's not possible because now I am like a little child called Jesus, the child Jesus. Oh yes, yes, yes. I have been born of the seed of Jesus. Jesus is my father. David and Solomon. Oh, Jesus is your brother. It's not what it says in Isaiah. Everlasting father, prince of peace, wonderful counselor, mighty God. Wait, wait. How can the prince of peace be my everlasting father? Well, it's the truth anyhow. Jesus is the Father. You can't separate Father, Son, and Holy Ghost. You got to be on crack. <laughs> Jesus is the Father. Jesus is the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is Jesus. The Holy Spirit is the Father. The Father is Jesus. The Father is the Holy Spirit. He's a Trinity. Why? Because you're a Trinity. Spirit, soul, and flesh. Come on. Holy Spirit, the spirit part of God's Trinity. Soul is the Father. Flesh, the body of Christ. Come on. You are also a Trinity. Spirit, soul, and flesh. Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. You've been filled with the Godhead, made full. Colossians 2.10, and have reached full. Trinity, stature. Holy Ghost. 
Do you feel the desperation of God the Father tonight to mature you? Amen, I do. This is life and death, and it always has been. That's why we've been so severe from the very beginning. You're not gonna get mature and happy, clappy, phileo love, false Luciferian Christianity. And that's what it is. Just being nice to everyone. Listen, Abel, I'm gonna bring the cat of nine tails on your ass <laughs> and whip you into the cross, and you'd be like, ooh, yes, sir, can I have another? Yes. Oh, whoa, it's the ecstasy of the cross. I was just totally deceived, and I thought being crucified with Christ was painful. I don't like pain. I don't want to feel those spikes of his crown of thorns jacked through my brain and skull with blood bursting out my eyeballs because I'm not a masochist. Some people are into that stuff. I hate it. I hate religion. You realize the crown of thorns is the crown of life. Why? Because the life is in the blood. There's no curse in Calvary. The cat of nine tails, by his stripes you were healed, is the nine fruits of the Holy Spirit. There's nine tails in the cat of nine tails. Glass, metal pieces, they'd have nails in the, wrapped in the leather, leather so it would stick in your back and then rip your flesh off your back. And he had 41 lashes. It would have killed pretty much anyone else except the Lion of Judah. Seriously, like, it's almost impossible to live through that, but he hadn't gone to the cross, and so he stayed alive. And then he carried the cross after getting the cat of nine tails with all those lashes. It was unheard of that you would still be alive after that. He didn't even pass out. He was still conscious, bearing that pain. That's how tough Jesus is. You don't even have a grid for it. There is no torture on earth that could compare the Middle Ages and all the little death guillotine traps and iron maidens and things they invented don't even compare to the Roman torture. They would stick the spear up your ass and sodomize you. So Jesus was sodomized for your sins. Whoa, now it's getting real, isn't it? It's getting real. Holy Ghost. Yeah, hallelujah. You need to hear it because it's the truth anyhow. And we've been so passive. We've been so happy, clappy, and so just not aggressive with his divine nature. And because of it, Satan takes territory. And you sit there and you don't, you're not aggressive with your family. You're not aggressive with your spouse. I'm not talking about verbal abuse. I'm not talking about beatings. I'm not talking about Satan and Cain's bloodlines. I'm talking about Jesus Christ and him crucified and using the weapons of our warfare that are not carnal, but mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds in your neighbors. I mean, I was crying out to God saying, I have gone at 1000% intensity since 2006 every single day. I do not want to live in a world full of Satan anymore. I have gone at a thousand percent every day since 2006 for my father in heaven. And that's true. No matter what it takes, no matter how ugly it is, no matter how many people we have to attack that are full of Satan, we do that. We are the cleanup crew, the praetorian guard, the mighty champions and brothers of Jesus Christ. He's not ashamed to call us his dread champions, his brothers. We are the sons of God. This is the friends of the bridegroom company. 
And we've been doing this for a very, very long time. A few presidents ago we started. A few. Almost several. This is nothing new to us. It's the same demons. And I'm attacking the same demons in the infants in Christ, in the Cains, in the Abels that we did 12, 15, 18 years ago. It's the same stuff. And you'd think people would wisen up. You'd think there'd be repentance. You'd think there'd be revival. They harden their heart 99% of the time. And I'm not discouraged by it. Satan tried to tempt me to be discouraged. No one's going to listen to you. No matter if they listen or not. It's sovereignty. The word of God does not return void. So you learn, like Moses, who's alone in the wilderness for 40 years, that it doesn't mean crap what anyone thinks. I mean, people-pleasing is so far gone when you're trained face-to-face -face with God. Face-to-face -face with God? Brother, you had an encounter. Write a book on Amazon. Sell a million copies. The pure in heart see God. If you're not seeing God, you're not even a real Christian, a standard Christian. Problem is that you don't have internal heart Christianity. You got some external false prophetic Christianity and you're led by cowards. Cowards. That's how you still have million infants voting for the Luciferian death cult. Millions of Christians voting for Herod. Can you imagine I mean, was it not like that in Jesus Christ's day? You had all of Israel voting for Herod and voting for the Pharisees. So they were very slow to leave. They're amazing whitewashed tombs. And they're a regal royal king. He has built us the most magnificent building in all the universe, Herod's temple. He's our hero. Herod was a hero to a lot of the people. Because he built the greatest church and we're all outward Jews instead of inward Jews and so we murdered the Messiah who was trying to turn our flesh in to Solomon's temple Wow destroy this temple and I will raise it in three days but the temple he spoke of was his body thank God we're in the third day I'm so thankful to be born of the flesh in the third day right at the brink of the dawn of the third day a day is as a thousand years zero to one thousand day one one thousand to two thousand day two two thousand twenty don't have to be a rocket scientist third day on the third day I will raise it again what the cross the temple what is the temple? Certainly ain't anything you think going down in Israel. We know it's no church. Sorry, Bethel. Sorry, Morningstar. Love you. It ain't you. What is it? Calvary. Calvary is the third temple. Some people call it Mount Zion, or the mountain of the Lord will rise as chief of all the mountains in the last days. Where was Calvary? right outside Jerusalem and what is the symbol of Jerusalem in the spirit <laughs> it is the pentagram that is the sign of the new Jerusalem and people are like oh here we go now we're gonna get pentagrams tattooed on their forehead not for the carnal mind 
These are the five piercings of Christ, the sign of the New Jerusalem. So why did the Luciferian death cult of the 500 years of the most extreme wickedness done in the deep state of the Illuminati have the pentagram as the Pentagon and the White House of the whitewashed tombs and all this external false fake goodness and this phileo niceness, the phileo of Philadelphia. Hello? You think there's an altar there to a principality? Phileo love is your arch nemesis. Do you understand that clearly? That you think phileo is God is how you will still have the scales of the fallen angels on your souls currently. Phileo is the fallen angels. Remember the fallen angels come as angels of light. They come as white angels. But if you disagree in your brain with them, they turn dark right away and they murder you, don't they? That's Cain. Hello? Fallen angels have only ever worked through the bloodlines of Cain to this very second. What is Hillary Clinton? What is George Yorgi Schwartz Illuminati? What are these Jewish mafia bosses? That's what they are. This is Jewish mafia. Hello? <laughs> what are these mob bosses? What are these Freemason 33 degree death cult? What are they're the reptilian race? Born in the dungeon of London about 500 years ago. <laughs> yeah. Fallen angels can use anyone who they want, who give their blood to him. It's been still to this day, after 500 years, all done in secret, with not a single drop of it exposed into the surface. Your main job, Christians, is to destroy Freemasonry. You think you're gonna have anything here if you don't take out Cain's seed line? All of their witchcraft deceiving devices still work on 99% of Christians. It works on RLM leaders still the last few weeks, to be honest. Like, nice is God, kind and gentle is God. Well, no, not in the blood of Cain, sorry. Not in the brain realm, only Calvary. Listen, man, <laughs> these are the fruits of the blood of Jesus, the fruits of the Holy Spirit. If your blood isn't the blood of Jesus, you don't have gentleness. You don't have kindness. Get your Luciferian false fruit the hell away from me. We are here to destroy you and annihilate you from the earth. That's what the champions of Jesus Christ are here to do. Fruit that lasts. And the fruit is in the blood. People that can actually feel the energy and the life that's in the blood and be intoxicated on life-giving blood of the Lamb. What is the fresh glory? Fresh glory, fresh glory. It's the fresh blood of Jesus still speaking a better word, pouring from the throne of the Lamb and we are married to the throne of the Lamb. And we've said, oh yeah, throne of the Lamb, throne, throne, throne. I love it. Until we find out it's the cross and we don't want to die. And they went away sad. And the community was cut in half in one week. <laughs> the last two weeks, 
Only about half of our people could even come to Joel's bar. You think it's a coincidence? As the blood realm of John 666, you're not condemned. I'm just telling you, that's accurately what you're dealing with. If you love the prophetic, let it cut your heart. Every part of you that's still able and some parts of you that are still Cain, because it's all mixed. The good, the bad, and the ugly is getting burnt out of your hearts by the perfect of Christ crucified. Let his cross rise in your heart. See, it's not going to just judge the ugly. It's going to judge the good. It's going to judge the able in you. Abel and Cain, or Seth and Cain, are all your grandpas. There isn't a single man, woman, and child on planet Earth, Chinese, Argentinian, come on, Australian, British, whatever, come on. <laughs> there is not a bloodline or a nation on Earth, a DNA race on Earth, that does not come from Seth and Cain. Or you could say Cain and Abel. Because Seth and Abel were of the good part, the God and divine part of Adam and Eve. Cain was not. He was of his father, the evil one. Hallelujah. So, if you want to mature and actually start diffusing the fragrance of Christ, Acts 2.4, and they were all filled, diffused throughout their souls, which is your flesh, with the Holy Spirit and began to speak in other different foreign languages tongues as the Spirit kept giving them clear and loud expression in each tongue in appropriate words Acts 2 4 Amplified Classic if you want that diffusion through your blood the diffusion of his fire the diffusion of his wine remember see They'd had so much spirit and water. Jesus breathed on his apostles, received the Holy Spirit. What was he doing? Changing their blood. Did our hearts not burn with us as we walked with him along the way? What's he doing? Changing their blood. Third year of ministry, hundredfold realm of ministry. He's already had the water. One comes after me whose sandals I'm not fit to tie. He will baptize you in spirit, water, and fire. First year, water. Second year, fire. Third year, Wine. Okay, wine is the hundredfold realm. 30, 60, hundredfold. Inner court, outer court, holy place. Holy place, wine. This is the difference between the cross, Calvary, and Gethsemane. Gethsemane is the outer court. Gethsemane in the promised land is the 30-fold. Lucky to find 50 people on planet Earth that are in Gethsemane in reality in the blood realm. I'm not talking water Gethsemane. I'm not talking fire Gethsemane. I'm talking wine Gethsemane which in the coming months will lead to wine Calvary. And then after that will come the wine of the throne of the Lamb, the cross that no one on this planet has ever experienced like this ever before. Nothing in the history of man can even compare to what God is going to do in our day through the blood. So it's starting in spirit and water. A lot of people don't even have water. My God, you expect them to produce life-giving wine? The blood of the Lamb? The river of life that flows from Calvary to this day? That ain't going to happen in 100 million years unless they're first in the water. And then you got to start receiving the Word of God, the words of wisdom, the prophetic word, the sapphire stones, putting them in your belly like fiery coals so that there's actually a chance that you could produce the vineyards of Gethsemane in your heart, which 
no one learns or gets taught in Christianity how to be a drinker. It's all about being a thinker. Why do you think Cain still has dominion over 99% of Christians? You're not going to have dominion over the evil one. You're under governors and tutors until the appointed time of maturity. Only Jesus in his blood can have the fruit of dominion, power, authority, riches, honor, and glory to the Lamb on the throne, which is the cross of Calvary. So the reason why we don't have any of that working in the natural, most expensive, valuable, and precious dimension is because we don't have the cross. Not very much. (laughs) We don't know how to make wine. Not very much. We're not taught vine dressing. We're not taught winemaking. Do you guys realize that the only gospel of the new covenant was about winemaking? I will not drink this wine again until I'm with you in the new covenant and when I'm with you in the kingdom of heaven. This is the cup of the new covenant in my blood. Drink the wine. The new wine. The wine press of the wrath of the Almighty. Finally, a people that learn how to make wine and then you have the the press that's like that I'm bringing as one guy and I got maybe 10 people on the planet and agree with me at that level of wine pressing and you expect us to just clean the whole mess up with 10 people? Maybe 10 million should join us and learn how to make wine. You don't have a choice. If you want to stay saved and not go back into darkness, you have to become winemakers. There aren't options here. Remember we prayed in Matthew chapter 6, Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Your kingdom come, your will be done. Oh, your will be done. Mind-blowing concept. Everyone wants their own will. That's why they disappear on you. Not willing to sacrifice their spinal cord. Squirming little serpents, kundalini snakes, going around the cross, pretending like they're righteous, planning secret plots, all done in darkness and secret. No uprightness, none of it done in the light, none of it shouted from the rooftops. All Luciferian activity and the government doing that and secret societies doing that. Red Letter Ministries communities doing that. (laughs) It's true. People like, someone in RLM told me I could drink alcohol. A guy told me last night. I said, first of all, RLM is me, Nikolai, Rebecca, and Jake. We're Nazarites. No one would tell you to drink alcohol. Okay, the leaders are Nazarites, have been and always will be of the armies of the living God. So whatever you think RLM got, gave you permission to sin about wasn't RLM. It was some lying, conniving demon tricking you like Eve tricked by the lying little gardener snake. First and foremost, get that through your forehead. Amen. Nazarites, you're not going to get new wine out of a person that drinks alcohol. Are you freaking stupid? I mean, how dumb can you get and still breathe? I love you, but that's insanity. Insanity first step is holiness i'm teaching on the most advanced righteousness in the world right now so hopefully those foundational stones are laid in your stomach that like holiness is what i'm 
after we sing the song you know when we were in the evangelical free church holiness holiness is what we need yeah <laughs> sounded just like that too screeching in the father's ears oh my god sanctify them please send them prophets let them be murdered i don't care just send them <laughs> i can't i can't listen to this i want a harping ball <sighs> It's true. That's what God the Father's actually is like. He won't listen to any of that human able crap. Not in a hundred million years. Oh, he doesn't love me. He loves you so much that he gave you a cross so that you can come back into the Garden of Eden and not be outside the city gates. If you wanted to be outside the city gates, no reason for God to sacrifice his son in the flesh on an altar. Get a life. This is about going through his flesh into the Father because the Father was the Spirit inside his flesh. Hallelujah. <laughs> You're only going to get to the Father into the creamy center by drinking the outer blood. Don't even tell me that you know God if you don't drink his blood. There's zero chance in heaven or hell that you know God unless you drink his blood because God is only inside the bloodstream of Jesus and that's why it says in Revelation 22 we'll end on this just a light airy harp and bowl that the father is hidden behind the throne of the lamb in the river of his blood Revelation 22 verse 1 so that those that don't drink his blood have zero chance in heaven or hell of ever knowing one drop of God the Father. They got all kinds of ideas about him. Cain sure had an idea about him, didn't he? Man, I'm more righteous than this guy. I bet you that thief, so deceived with all the bloodline of Cain, thought he was more righteous than Jesus. I bet you that was his heart attitude. You ever deal with people like that of the seed line of Cain? Not me, it's always someone else. Never applied this to my own heart, but I'll sure apply it to my husband. That's <laughs> what they do. It's like scapegoat mentality. If I ever say a word to you that seems severe, anyone with an inkling of wisdom will let it pierce their heart because that's the only way you get wine out of someone. It's called being crucified with Christ. Are we crucifying people with Christ or are we just patting Cain and Abel on the back saying, you don't need the cross. You don't need the nails. You don't need the crown of thorns. You certainly don't need the spear all the way up into your heart. Maybe in your butt a little bit. Oh, Jesus, yeah. Jesus, help us, Lord. Glory. You need the cross. You can't get saved without it. And then once you have the cross, grow in the cross because that's the measure of God the Father that's getting through your soul. Amen. This is the sweet fragrance of Christ that we diffuse everywhere. I want to intoxicate the Luciferian death cult. I'm here and I guarantee you I put my hand on the Holy Bible right here on the cross of Christ crucified. I promise you this next year going into 2021 that I will grow in winemaking significantly. That's all the Father's been teaching me. The revelations are significant. The five stones of David's pouch are not the fivefold. And I know 
charismatic church loves that teaching. I loved it too until I grew up even further and realized, whoa, the fivefold is done away with, so it can't be the fivefold. Oh, it's the five piercings of Christ, the pentagram. Bam, there it is. Yep. So you're actually putting the pentagram through their forehead when you're taking those five smooth stones and throwing it through the demon's forehead, David and Goliath. You're taking the piercings of Christ and piercing your neighbor's brains. Yay, the armies of God, not the patty cake club of Sunday morning church abomination. Come on. <laughs> you think this is severe? I'm just having a gentle time with you tonight. I'm really just frolicking like a little lamb. This is as gentle as I've ever been in my entire life. <laughs> this is so wonderful. The piercings of Christ are the name of New Jerusalem on your forehead. I couldn't believe it because you know we've been growing from glory to glory publicly on since 2008 since we started making videos. And this season of learning about the blood realm, and the Father says this is just the beginning of the blood realm of Gethsemane. This is the outer court of the hundredfold realm, and we thought we were a hundredfold in fire realm, we thought we were a hundredfold in water realm, and we were. That was no lie, that was no exaggeration. We've been accurate with you every step of ministry as we've grown before you on the public stage, broadcasting our entire lives to the whole world on the internet and multiple channels since 2008. This realm is the introduction into the blood glory realm of Gethsemane, which turns into the Garden of Eden. You only get into Gethsemane through the blood. You only get into Eden through the blood. You think you can get in any other way? These people are lunatics. Don't buy their books on Amazon. Total nonsense. I mean, in fact, if you're wise, you'd burn half of them in your bonfire in your backyard. Total immaturity, charismatic immaturity at best mixed with charismatic witchcraft, which is straight God-outside-minded rebellion. Not even the New Covenant at all. <laughs> so much false revelation has been shared with you, and it just grieves me so much, and that's why you have no maturity anywhere. People like going out and trying to pray in front of governmental buildings instead of going inside the governmental building of their own heart to make any difference against spiritual wickedness. That's how insane we are. You could stand outside the White House, the Pentagon. You could stand outside every Freemason Lodge in the USA. You're not going to make one difference. Unless you go into your own heart. And then you make a difference. Then you start confronting the warlock in the USA. The warlock in the UK. The warlock in Australia. The warlock in the Netherlands, in Italy, and in France, and in Belgium. The warlock in Central and South America, you'll begin to see how Cain's seed line of true warlocks have been your masters of Babylon the Great since birth, all pretending to be good people. And almost all of us have believed them until the scales fell off our eyes. And then those same people that once called us brother, Pharisees, are stoning the Pharisee of the Pharisees. The Pharisees were stoning Paul. They were taking oaths to not eat food until they'd murdered the man called Paul. You're telling me the chief Pharisee of the highest rank and degree of Roman citizenship, the elite upper class of the Jewish race is now getting stoned by much lesser Jews of lower rank and 
the pharisaical cult. That's what happened. That's why Paul was like, man, you're a joke. You're a joke. It's true. To be good in the flesh is a joke. It is a manure pile of able. Not even talking about Cain. Able of the knowledge of good. You got to get engrafted into Christ. And Saul did and became a tremendous and great apostle that still works with us in ministry every single day by his word and by his spirit, by his water and by his fire, and by his own wine. It's true. Oh, not just Jesus. Oh, he's firstborn amongst many. Now we got the cloud of witnesses. Isn't that wild? Jesus sends his friends to you a hundred times more often than he comes himself. Are you acknowledging Paul when he visits you? Are you acknowledging Enoch? Are you acknowledging the archangels of justice, the archangels of war, the archangels of wisdom, the archangels of the arch of the Father and the Son? Are you acknowledging them when they visit you or is it just Jesus only? Like just total foolish infants in Christ that don't read the Bible or understand the word and are just restricted by a religious spirit wrapped around their brains so tight that they can't understand anything of heaven and are just bound under the dust of the earth dying under Satan and his angels we want you to get free it is for freedom he set you free to live in perfected liberty for every eye to see your great glory in the name of Jesus Christ partner with your maturity so into your growth into your cross and get thankful for Christ giving you a cross and not just a pat on the back you did a good job I don't think so you only get the pat on the back if you pick up your cross and follow him daily I die daily or I make wine daily to diffuse the fragrance of Christ crucified and the blood of the Lamb, the fresh glory into the atmosphere of everything that has breath worldwide. Hopefully you too, that you and your entire house may be saved as the cross of Calvary rises in your hearts and the sacrifice of your bloodlines from Cain and Abel. That is the true adoption of the Word made flesh. Not just in spirit, also in truth. Spirit and truth. You need the truth. You need it in your blood. Spirit is not enough. Not enough. The water isn't even close to enough. Also the fire. And the fire alone will produce the wine. The most costly thing here is not water, it's not fire. It is blood, the blood of Jesus, the wine of God the Father, and he's looking for sons and daughters to produce the same vintage in quality as Jesus Christ of Nazareth, firstborn from the realm of the stinking dead. Amen. Bless you guys. We'll see you tomorrow.